This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Delays are growing from the Beltway, trying to head toward 123. It is between the Beltway and Turkey Run. The left side was blocked with a broken down truck. After you get past it, it looks a lot better. In Lorton, it was northbound Route 1 near Giles Run Road. At one point, traffic was stopped at the crash, so watch to be under police direction. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now 7 News, first alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Tracking a milder stretch of weather, but it comes at a price. We've got some clouds and some fog, some off and on showers for your Thursday. Temperatures upper 50s, if not near 60 degrees in some spots. Overnight, still temperatures very mild. Some fog once again with some lingering moisture. A little bit of drizzle into your Friday morning. By Friday midday, we should start to dry out. Upper 60s to near 70 degrees. All in all, a pretty solid Friday, feeling more like spring. Now Saturday, temperatures start to back down. Temperatures won't be quite as mild. We'll stay dry for the daylight, but more showers at night. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in First Alert Weather Center. Some more moderate rain over the district in Prince George's County right now. It's 54 degrees in Washington. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good Thursday morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Coming up. Goodbye, snow and cold. Hello, rain and warmth. We have the details on our unusual late week weather. A second man is arrested for the Mother's Day strike gunfire death of a 10-year-old girl. I'm Dick Iuliano. Cracking down on students who use phones during school. It distracts them from learning. I'm Nick Einelli. People sound off about possible big changes at a local fire station. This is Kyle Cooper. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin in the South, where more heavy rain could bring more devastation. Schools are already closed in parts of Texas after massive flooding that swamped roads and led to high water rescues. Elsewhere, it feels like spring. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson. In the Northeast, it is going to be rainy and kind of nasty for the next day or two, but temperatures are certainly a whole lot warmer than they had been. You've got temperatures now going into the 50s, and on Friday, we could be in the 60s, maybe even cracking 70 in Washington, D.C. Two early losses aren't keeping Nikki Haley off the campaign trail. She's gone from New Hampshire to her home state of South Carolina. Correspondent Robert Costa. Calling some of the sources close to the biggest Republican donors in the country. They say the mood behind the scenes, that Haley has a lot of support politically, but they're not ready to open their checkbooks. They just don't see a viable path. But Haley is still going to hold fundraisers in Florida, California, and New York. Donald Trump is threatening to blacklist her campaign donors. Russia says it's found flight recorders and now fragments of what appear to be a missile at the site where a military transport plane crashed near the border with Ukraine yesterday. 
Correspondent Cammie McCormick has the update. Russia has accused Ukraine of shooting down the aircraft, and it says the plane was carrying 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war. Ukraine denies that and has now asked the U.N. and International Red Cross to inspect the rural site. All 74 people aboard the plane were killed. Opening arguments set to begin today in the first trial involving parents charged in a deadly shooting. This one involves their son, who killed four people at a school in Michigan. CBS's Jennifer Kuiper. Jennifer Crumbly is not accused of knowing about her then 15-year-old son's plans, but prosecutors say she and her husband James were grossly negligent by not locking up a gun and ignoring warning signs. They're both charged with involuntary manslaughter, which carries a maximum sentence of 15 years in prison if convicted. Defense attorneys insist the parents could not have foreseen the murders. A Spanish judge has just ruled the country's former soccer chief will be tried for sexual assault. Apparently because she didn't scream or slap him when Luis Rubiales kissed soccer star Jenny Hermoso as her team celebrated their World Cup win in Sydney, he apparently remains convinced she consented to the kiss, even in the face of her later denials. Now, an investigative judge has sided with Hermoso. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A popular cough syrup's being recalled over contamination concerns. Helion says taking Robitussin could lead to deadly infections and people at risk. S&P futures up one. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on Thursday, January 25th, 54 degrees. Wow, we've got some rain out there this morning. Highs around 65. morning. I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Our top story is the roller coaster ride that our weather is taking this week. Here is 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Mother Nature throwing us a little bit of a curveball here with some milder weather. Maybe she's giving us a break. Temperatures this afternoon, some 15 degrees above average as we make a run in your 60. By Friday, some 25 degrees above average. It's not perfect. There's some clouds around and some shower chances here or there. But all in all, this mild weather will be good to get out and enjoy. Brian says we could reach the low 70s tomorrow. All this a week after our area got its first healthy round of snow in nearly two years. More details about the warm-up coming up in Traffic and Weather on the 8s. And we have more now on an incident we've been telling you about in our traffic reports this morning. A deadly crash is closing the northbound lanes of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway after Route 50. U.S. Park Police say the crash happened around 4.30 this morning and a pedestrian was struck and killed. Park Police say all vehicles involved remained on the scene. All traffic coming from 295 is being redirected to Route 50 because of the investigation. Of course, keep it with WTOP for traffic updates on the 8s. A 10-year-old girl riding in the backseat of a car with her family is shot and killed by stray gunfire on Mother's Day. It happened in D.C. last year, and now a second person has been arrested for the murder of Ariana Davis. D.C. police say the girl was hit by gunfire in the 3700 block of Hay Street Northeast around 9 o'clock at night as the family returned home following a Mother's Day celebration. In September, D.C. police arrested 19-year-old Koran Gregory of Southeast and charged him with first-degree murder in the girl's death. And now, 19-year-old Dallas McKinney of Southeast is also facing a first-degree murder charge. Police are searching for others involved in the Mother's Day killing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Even as many schools restrict students' use of cell phones in class, it remains a persistent problem. 
Now Virginia lawmakers want to take restrictions even further. Scrolling through social media during class. It distracts them from learning. Well, that's why Republican State Senator Bill Stanley says he's pushing for a bill that would explicitly tell local school boards across Virginia that they have the power to ban phones during regular school hours. Why don't we as a state say... You are permitted to adopt a policy which can ban that phone. It has bipartisan support. Democratic State Senator Schuyler Van Valkenburg. I would say really in the last year or two, the problem has truly accelerated. The bill passed in the Senate 36 to 3 and will now be considered by the House of Delegates. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Who's getting out there purple to wear this weekend? The Baltimore Ravens are hosting the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday in this year's AFC Championship game. And the flock is pumped and ready to go. There are big smiles on the faces of longtime Ravens fans Justine and Rodney Cole. I'm so happy because we were back there for a while, but we're going up, going up. <laughs> it's good for the city and the state. Rodney says the team's postseason performance shows the power of the human spirit. They uh, decided they were not going to lose no more. They were going to win, and they ran over all the teams. We really the palm diggity, period. Jasmine Crosby of Baltimore says the beauty of all this. It brings everybody together. The all colors, all religions, everybody. It brings like, everybody together. And I like that because we really don't see everybody together like that. In Baltimore, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now, one Ravens fan has gone viral for being an uncanny look-alike. During the broadcast of the Ravens-Texans game last Sunday, Wardell Roberts was shown on TV sparking thousands of social media posts saying he looked like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Roberts tells Fox Baltimore. So I was enjoying the game, and next thing you know, my phone's buzzing, and everyone's like, hey, are you at the game? So I didn't think anything of it. I felt like, you know, I'll get home, I'll run it back, and, you know, see it on the DVR. But then about 30 minutes later, it took a turn, and everyone's sending me memes now at this point. He says even Dr. King's daughter Bernice got a chuckle out of the whole thing. Roberts and his family are still hoping to find tickets for this Sunday's game. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) Coming up after traffic and weather. D.C. ranks high for co-working. We also rank high for cost. I'm Jeff Glabel. 708, pardon me. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Okay, it's totally 7.08. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler, the rain not helping things this morning. It's certainly not. And, and just because it needs to be said, please slow down. People are slipping and sliding all over the area roadways. And even if you're thinking you're going at what would be your normal speed, a good idea to just take it easy. Give yourself some extra time to get where you're going so that I'm not talking about you in these traffic reports. Let's start out with the problem uh, on northbound Maryland 295, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway after 50. The lanes remain blocked for the deadly pedestrian crowd. Everybody is being diverted from 295 onto Route 50 and from about New York Avenue onto Route 50. You cannot access the Baltimore-Washington Parkway at this point. The ramps from 50 to the BW Parkway have been blocked as well. Now, the first point you're going to be able to get onto the Parkway northbound is going to be 202, trying to head toward the Beltway. We did have a report of a wreck on the northbound Parkway near 410, so keep an eye out for that. That may actually be over on the shoulder. Georgia Avenue near Reedy Drive was a crash involving a pedestrian watch to be under police direction. Northbound 210 before Old Fort Road North, the left lane had been blocked with a broken down vehicle and westbound 214 Central Avenue near Campus Way, the right lane was getting by the crash. Now in Virginia we had a couple of problems on 66 eastbound after 234 business Sudley Road, the wreck in the left lane then after Route 50 before 123, the crash on the right shoulder probably drawing some attention. Southbound George Washington Parkway now slow from the Beltway headed toward Turkey Run. The left side was blocked with a broken down pickup 
truck with a flat tire. After that, not a bad trip. Uh, headed all the way to the 14th Street Bridge. It was northbound Route 1 in Lorton near Giles Run Road. You may still be under police direction for that crash. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And here is 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Looking wet and a bit dreary out there for your Thursday, but there is a milder temperature pattern emerging. And with upper 50s, it's actually going to feel pretty nice. So often on showers and some fog will carry us right through the afternoon. There could be some dry times, but the clouds definitely went out. Overnight, some patchy fog and some lingering rain and drizzle possible into your early Friday morning. Temperatures just do not drop back. We'll stay in the 50s for Friday. A little bit of clearing temperatures could make a run at near 70 degrees. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandergraaf in the First Alert Weather Center. Again, we're watching waves of rain move through. We've had one wave move through uh, the D.C. area. It's now um, off to the east in places like Upper Marlboro and Dunkirk. We have another wave to the south uh, affecting places like Aquia Harbor and Stafford. Now 58 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 52 in Woodbridge. Love these temperatures. 49 mm-hmm. in the district. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, papers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Rental markets are finally cooling, but more renter households are considered cost burdened than ever before. A Harvard study finds that half of American renters spent more than 30% of their income on housing costs in 2022. That amounted to a record high 22.4 million renter households being cost burdened. More than 12 million of those households had housing costs that consumed more than half of their income. After the pandemic setback, co-working spaces are popular again. WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says in this area... The D.C. Metro slipped to fourth for total co-working space last year, 247 locations behind L.A., Manhattan, and Dallas. But the average cost of a dedicated desk at a D.C. area co-working space is now $380 a month. That's among the highest in the nation. Numbers from Yardi Matrix show co-working spaces in the D.C. metro area account for more than 6 million square feet of office space. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the Federal Civilian Field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal, says SASE, or Secure Access Security Edge, is how agencies can successfully evolve away from VPNs. What SASE really does, though, is it brings in a bunch of different use cases under that umbrella. We're looking at not only the you know users working from home, but also users working from a remote branch. So we're cascading in there other things like cost savings, you know, moving away from expensive MPLS-based networks. And then also on the flip side is the compliance piece. With SASE being an as-a-service model, a more flexible and agile model, we can really adopt things like high-fidelity logging, Let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. Home sales can get complicated. Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey provides perspective on how the government and the real estate industry can work together in a recent discussion sponsored by Bright MLS. You also need enforcement when there is actual discrimination. It might be a redlining issue in a community, and we've had some of those pop up over the last few years, and sometimes the 
Department of Justice has to intervene on those or state officials. It's still a challenge. We still have to make sure that they have the tools to enforce those things. To watch the full discussion, visit WTOP.com and search Bright MLS. Home. It's a fundamental human right. Today, multiple listing services like Bright MLS ensure that all Americans have equitable access to every home available for sale. Without the MLS, fair housing can fall short opening the door for discrimination and unfair business practices. Supporting the MLS supports an open, clear, competitive housing marketplace where everyone has the same opportunity to find a place to call home. To learn more about the value of the MLS, visit brightmls.com open. Coming up on January 6th, defendant says he would do it again at his sentencing. More news in 60 seconds. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the beltway. Point, click, and save. TwiceTheChoices.com. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Special Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 715, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Safety issues at the Beltsville Volunteer Fire Station may result in some career firefighters being pulled out. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP. At a community meeting last night to talk about the issues that include sewage, fire code, and possible cancer contaminants, according to a Prince George's County inspection, Fire Chief Tiffany Green said she wants to temporarily remove career firefighters from the station. We are not reducing services, nor are we closing the station. The 20 firefighters who rotate through the station would be reassigned to Calverton and Laurel. State Delegate Mary Lehman is critical of the plan. The main concern that I have is that if these paid staff leave this station, they may never come back. A final decision is expected by February. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A man who stormed the U.S. Capitol as one of the Proud Boys was sentenced to six years in prison after constant insults directed toward the judge. Mark Brew repeatedly interrupted Chief Judge James Boesberg before he handed down the sentence Wednesday, calling him a clown and a fraud presiding over a kangaroo court. The judge warned Brew he could be kicked out of the courtroom if he continued to disrupt the proceedings. Prosecutors say Brew planned for an armed insurrection to take over the government in Portland, Oregon, several weeks after the insurrection at the Capitol. He said he would do it again, given the chance. Brew represented himself with an attorney on standby. Now a quick look at what's trending this hour. We deep fry Oreos, Kool-Aid, and ice cream, so why not toothpicks? You're kidding me, right? Social media users have started deep frying and eating starch toothpicks on TikTok, and it went viral so fast in South Korea that the government literally had to step in. Videos online show users deep frying the blue toothpicks with seasonings like spicy cheese powder and eating them. The country's food ministry had to release a warning saying that starch toothpicks are not an edible product. The stuff that's supposed to help you when you're sick could actually make 
He's sick. Robitussin is being recalled nationwide because of a microbial contamination that could cause a deadly fungal infection. The items being recalled all include honey, so if you have them, don't use them. Finally, actor Danny Masterson isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Just us guys, talking man to man. He's serving 30 years to life on two rape charges, and on Wednesday, an L.A. judge denied him bail pending his appeal, saying he has every reason to flee. That's what's trending. I'm Jen Clark. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The economy could surprise again as we get GDP numbers next hour. Expectations are that inflation numbers could hit the Fed's target. Parents in the form of the PTA are weighing in on Montgomery County's school leadership. The Biden administration is reaching out to school principals to address gun safety issues for parents and children. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th getting us caught up on a whole lot of things as Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Yes, we always see problems piling up in the area when weather is the issue for your morning commute. So outside of your normal rush hour delays, here's what we do have going on. Northbound Maryland 295, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway after Route 50. The lanes remain blocked there for the crash investigation. All traffic on northbound 295 is being diverted onto 50. All outbound, all New York Avenue traffic outbound is being diverted onto 50 as as well, inbound 50 has a delay coming from 410, trying to head on to New York Avenue with a delay toward the light at Bladensburg Road. Southbound DC 295 is slow after Eastern Avenue headed past East Capitol Street. The inbound Suitland Parkway has the delays from Branch Avenue trying to head toward the Douglas Bridge. So all kind of workarounds in the district. But in Maryland, uh, the first point you're going to be able to get on to the Baltimore-Washington Parkway is going to be... Uh, 202, and then you're going to be able to head toward the Beltway just fine. Now, southbound I-97 near Benfield Boulevard, the left side is blocked with the wreck. Georgia Avenue near Reedy Drive was a crash. Also, 27 Ridge Road at Bethesda Church Road. Callers report short-timing traffic lights, so you're going to need to give yourself some extra time to get through the intersection. Westbound 214 near Campus Way, the right lane gets by the crash. In Virginia, eastbound 66 after 234 business, the wreck in the left lane. Southbound George Washington Parkway is solid from the Beltway, headed toward Turkey Run. It was a broken-down pickup truck on the left side of the roadway. And northbound Route 1 crawling, headed toward Giles Run Road in Lorton. You were under police direction for the crash. It's Regency Furniture's biggest winter super sale. Get 60 months, no interest financing, with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket today at Regency Furniture. Shop in-store and online. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraff. We are warming up fast. We are indeed. Uh, it just depends on what neighborhood you're located in, Michelle, this morning, because some of our northern suburbs, the, there's a boundary, a frontal system. It separates the cooler and the warmer air, and it's kind of draped in a, a unique fashion <laughs> across our area, meaning some neighborhoods, uh, you know, 20 miles apart uh, have a f- almost 15 to 20 degree spread. We've got some 60s down to our south. We've got some 30s off to our north, and we've got some 40s and 50s in between. So here's the deal. Some of the heavier rains are now shifting to the east, but there's more rain filling in behind 
goodness down to our south and west. So more rain will continue to kind of feed in as we head through the afternoon and evening. So even if you get a little bit of a lull in the precipitation, we'll continue to see off and on showers carrying us through the afternoon and right on into the evening. Temperatures, I will say, on average, well into the 50s, if not 60. But some of those neighborhoods to the north may stay upper 40s, low 50s. And some to the south may be even a little bit warmer. It's just a big spread day. As that front slowly lifts northward, that is how the temperatures will eventually start to climb. Overnight, the front will still be there moving through, so temperatures really won't drop back. We'll stay fairly mild tonight, and then tomorrow, as the moisture lifts out, we'll have a little bit of a lull between our next system, and that's why I do think with some clearing, we could get well into the 60s tomorrow, if not even pushing near 70 degrees. So tomorrow has the potential of being a pretty solid afternoon as those clouds break. I do think there could be some lingering showers early in the morning, so you know, keep that in mind. Still damp to wake up, but through the afternoon tomorrow, I mean, I could definitely see some sick days. I want to say tea times, but I just don't know. Like, I need to talk to a professional golfer, which is not me, you know, how well do they do after the snow melt and rain? I mean, did the, did the course is good or do they need a few days to like, you know, dry out. You'd think, <laughs> sure right? That works. Just, just based on our lawns and the experience right. with that. Just picking up like, the trash can around this morning, I felt like I needed to put boots on. <laughs> um, but Saturday will be dry as well. Temperatures will start to tumble back through the 50s, but it's still going to be a dry day. Saturday night, some rain moves in and then Sunday, off and on showers, 40s kind of return to a reality, if you will, feeling much cooler again with another half an inch of rain or so moving our way by that point. Once again, the numbers are the uh, key this morning here, uh, depending on what neighborhood you're in. Definitely seeing some milder temperatures in our southern zone, 62 still right now for our friends in Charlotte Hall. Meanwhile, Old Town Alexandria is sitting at 47. Hagerstown checking in this hour at 39 degrees. Brought to you by Lem the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. It is 723. Here's Liz Henderson, Aon Global Head of Climate Risk Advisory, Head of Catastrophe Analytics, America's Aon Reinsurance Solutions, on the discussion of why federal agencies and departments need to invest in understanding their physical climate risk. Sponsored by Aon. We have a long history of helping our clients understand risk broadly, but very specifically helping our insurance company clients to price monitor, underwrite, and optimize their businesses around catastrophe and climate risk. Aon exists to shape decisions for the better, to protect and enrich the lives of people around the world. We provide our clients with advice and solutions that give them the clarity and confidence to make better decisions to protect and grow their business. Aon is in the business of better decisions. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. 724. We continue to bring you highlights from the Washington, D.C. auto show this week. Fans of Subaru will want to check out a trio of blue SUVs that show off the brand's extra rugged wilderness trim. Subaru's Todd Hill says that trim level features things like more ground clearance and all-terrain tires. All these things help the cars perform better off-road, but we've also got things like an easy-to-clean StarTex interior, uh, all-weather floor liners that are easy to pull out and wash, the same in the cargo area. So not only is the car better off-road, but it's also easier to keep clean. 
It's easier to bring your pets with you. Next hour, we hear more about those pets and how you can help one find a home by visiting the Subaru display. Then tomorrow, we'll be telling you how you can get go for an indoor spin in a new EV. The show at the Washington Convention Center runs through Sunday. Sports at 25 and 55. And here's Dave Preston. Capitals clashing with Colorado, unable to ride the storm out. Caps have it packed in pretty well. McCarr looks for a scene. They'll switch positions now with Rantanen. Across to McKinnon. He 